Today on episode 131 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, how do you know if you need a new router? And if you use the router that's supplied by your internet provider, how do you get them to give you a new one? Welcome to another episode of The Computer Tutor, tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Welcome back, my friend. This is the Computer Tutor Podcast, and I'm happy to be your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson. If you're new to the show, I think you're going to like it here. Each episode is like 10 or 15 minutes at the most because that's all the time it takes. And what I try to do is tell you about something that's handy for you to know about your computer. And if you look at the past 130 episodes, you can see that we have indeed covered a lot of different areas. But the way I approach this is different from most geeks or techie people. I talk in plain English. That way you understand what I'm talking about, and you might even be able to actually use the information. Well, that's the idea anyway. And here's a question for you. What do you do when your computer has a problem? Well, you could just unhook all the cables, carry it to the car, and bring it to the Geek Squad. They'll keep it for a couple of weeks, lose whatever documents and pictures might be on there, and they'll charge you an arm and a leg, and they'll give it back to you without having fixed the problem. Hey, that sounds like a great plan, right? Or the alternative is that you can have me fix it, and in most cases, I can take care of it remotely, so you don't even have to bring it into a shop. Just give me a call at 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's computer tip can be seen at my website at computertutorflorida.com forward slash 131. So let's get started. Over time, electronic devices become old and outdated. This is probably not a big surprise to you. It's why you have to replace your computer every few years. And the same thing goes for your television and your cell phone. Of course, there are people that don't replace those things when they need to be replaced. My parents were perfectly happy with their Razer flip phones up until a couple of years ago when they decided they should go ahead and get smartphones. And as is usually the case, they're happy that they made that switch. Well, one of the things you need to replace sometimes that you might not necessarily think about is your internet router. In order to get the internet signal to come into your house and send that signal to your computer and other computers, you need two things. You need a modem and you need a router. The modem is almost always supplied by your internet provider. And sometimes the modem and the router are combined into one box. I use Verizon Fios for my internet and it's all one unit. Your internet provider may supply you with the modem and the router, or they might only supply the modem, which means you'd have to buy the router yourself. But regardless of whether you own the equipment or it's owned by the internet service, it's going to eventually become outdated and need to be replaced with a newer model. So let's think about how that would actually happen. The company you use for internet service might have many thousands of customers in your area and all the surrounding cities, And that means that after a few years, there are thousands of routers that are outdated and need to be replaced. Have you ever gotten a call from them saying, Hey, Mr. Customer, it's been five years, so we're going to send you a new router. 
No, it's unlikely that would happen because that's going to cost them a huge amount of money all at one time. Well, instead, they would rather spread out that cost. So they wait for customers to call in and ask about it, or maybe even complain that the internet speed is not as fast as it used to be. They know that in a lot of cases, some of their customers won't even bother to complain because maybe they don't even notice the slower connection. The longer they can delay upgrading the modem and router they provided to you, the more money they save overall. So you want to be sure to check with them to see if you need a new router. But to make sure this turns out in your benefit, you have to do a little bit of homework first. Before you call them, you need to check your internet connection speed. Now this is really easy to do. You just go to a website called Speedtest. It's at speedtest.net. Now, when you load that website, you have to be careful what you click on. If you don't use an ad blocker, you're going to see a lot of ads on that page. In fact, my ad blocker software reported that it blocked 24 ads when I loaded that page. And some of those ads are going to try to trick you into clicking on them. Like they'll have a big button that says start now. Uh, I don't know why websites even accept misleading ads like that, but that's another story. Anyway, the only thing you want to click on is right in the middle of the page. There's going to be an image that's an outline of the state you live in. And at the top of that is a green button that says Begin Test. That's what you click to start the test that determines how fast your internet connection is. When you run the test, it'll take less than a minute and it's going to give you a couple of numbers. It'll tell you what your download speed is and what your upload speed is. And you want to make a note of both of those. Don't worry if they're different. The upload speed is usually less than the download speed. And that's the whole test. Those speed measurements are what you need for when you call up your internet provider. But when you make that phone call, there's a right way and a wrong way to present that information. The wrong way is to call them up and say, Hey, Verizon, I just checked my internet speed and I'm getting 25 download and 18 upload. Is that a good speed or should it be faster? When you ask them like that, the easiest thing for them to say is, oh yeah, that's a good solid connection, nothing wrong with that. But in checking your account, Mr. or Mrs. Customer, I see that you have our medium speed internet package. If you upgraded your account to our high speed package, your connection would be even faster. And it's only another $10 a month. See, now they have the leverage because you spilled the beans too early. Instead of that, here's how you should ask. You call them up and say, um, hey, could you check my account? And with the internet package that I'm signed up for, what kind of connection speeds should I be getting? In other words, let them tell you what you should expect and then tell them what the internet speed test came up with for your actual connection speed. Now, if it matches what they told you, then no problem. Nothing needs to be done. But if your speed is less than what they said you should expect, then it might be time for them to replace their modem and router with some newer equipment. Of course, if the router is one that you purchased a few years ago, then that means the internet provider may need to replace their modem with a newer one, but you would need to buy the new router yourself. And fortunately, they're not that expensive. A home router is usually like $50 to $75, unless you want to get a really high-end one, but most people don't need that for home use. And don't feel intimidated by setting up a home router for yourself. When you get a new one, it'll usually come with a CD. So you just pop that into your computer and follow the on-screen instructions to get it all set up. And if you do have any trouble, 
They all have tech support that can walk you right through the process. Of course, you'll be calling India or the Philippines, but you're probably used to that by now if you ever had to call a tech support for a large company. So if you check your internet speed and find that you need a new router or a new modem and router, I'd be interested in hearing how it turns out. You can let me know by leaving me a voicemail on my podcast voicemail line, which is 727-386-9468, or you can email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And feel free to leave me a review on iTunes. That's greatly appreciated. And that will do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless.